The Owner's Box is part of the In The Money Podcast Network. You can always log on to inthemoneypodcast.com where you can follow along. You can subscribe to the free newsletter. And not only do you have the Owner's Box, but also shows such as the Players Podcast, JK Plus One, The Matt Bernier Show, Red Board Rewind, Nick Luck Daily, Talk Racing to Me, In the Ring with Acacia Courtney, and Off Track with Maggie. So lots of great things to listen to. Just head over to inthemoneypodcast.com. Welcome to the Owner's Box. Now, here's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Owner's Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner of the Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me alongside, as always, is the amazing Michelle Yu Hansen. <laughs> Hi, Billy. Are you, do you think you'll ever go to Hansen? No. you just Michelle Yu. Yeah. Um, I brought your name up this week. Yeah, and I haven't told you about it, and our audience doesn't know about this, but um, we are putting together um, an advisory board for Karma, which I serve, currently serve as president, which is the aftercare program here in Southern California, and um, I put your name up for it. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Thanks. Is that something you might want to do? Absolutely. You heard it here first, folks. Michelle Yu may join the advisory board of Karma. Um, <clears throat> big weekend that we just had, and I'm sure we're going to get to that. We have a great guest today. His name is Mike McCarty. He won the Indian Summer Stakes over the weekend with Private Creed, who punched his ticket to the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf Sprint, which is interesting because Michelle might have a runner in there, and we will have a runner in there. His name is Nagarok, and yes. uh, he won the Futurity over the weekend at Belmont. Um, you know what we say, Michelle? And I'm making what? hats. Uh, yeah, what's it going to say? Welcome to the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to have like a like a shadow face of Sean Connery? It inside? should. It's not going to, but it's going to say that because okay, I've been saying that all weekend. About, can you tell me about uh, acquiring him? Yeah, you know, it was um, <clears throat> we got a call from John Panagot, who works with Saul Cumin and who also is the uh, uh, jockey agent for Manny Franco and will be for um, Florent Giroux. And after his maiden race, it was like a day after his maiden race, and he said, watch this race. I think we're going to try to buy this horse. You want a piece? And I watched the race, and I'm like, absolutely. So um, we bought into it, and uh, at the same time, he went to our very good friend, Bill Strauss, who we've now mentioned on 37 straight shows, and uh, Bill Strauss took a piece. So it says William Strauss in the form, by the way, I which is that, fantastic. Yeah. So it's a really cool partnership, and we really liked his so maiden win. So this was win. after his debut, or this was after his last race? No, this was after his debut. And then okay. we sent him to Graham Motion, and Motion just kept saying, he's like, this horse is really nice. This horse is really nice. Ran him in a maiden race at, at Aqueduct, at the, or Belmont at the Big A, however you want mm -hmm. to call it. And uh, ran really well that day. Went wire to wire on 108 and 2, I believe. And then after the race... Motion had nominated him before the race to the uh, long race for two-year-olds. Mm -hmm. And after the race, Manny Franco came off and he said, uh, hey, I think we should stick to sprinting right now. And it was the the the, the um, nominations for the sprint for the futurity closed the day he won. So Motion's like, Motion literally hung up on me, called, got him nominated, and then called me back. And uh, two weeks later, he's uh, in the Breeders' Cup. 
That's amazing. It's an amazing story. It's really cool. He's a super, super cool horse. And of course, Manny Franco, after this race, said, you know, I think he can go long. <laughs> so the long race might be easier than the sprint. Just going to throw that out there. You I, might want to cross, cross nominate. I think we might, but no, the long race has that, you know, Charles Appleby and, and the, the Colt we're going to talk about probably of our good friend uh, Rancho Temescal that won for Jeff oh, Mullins. That's the wallop. Packs a wallop, and and there'll be some there'll be some good Europeans in all the races. So um, right now he's Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint, and we'll see what happens. But it's exciting. That's three. Crazy. Crazy. Like crazy. Gold Phoenix, who punched his ticket when he won the Delmar Handicap, Nagarok uh, Free Pass when he wins the Futurity, and I'm sure. Well, we don't have to talk about it. We could just make this point number one that LRF has three runners. In the Breeders' Cup, because Comanche Country uh, w uh, kept her unbeaten U.S. streak alive with a win in the Surfer Girl. Michelle, what'd you think of her performance? Yeah, she looked really good. I think she's, you know, it's funny because look, she's three for three. She's done nothing wrong. She's literally run three of almost the exact same races, right? Perfect mm -hmm. trip, saves ground, comes with a big run. Um, and then I watched the European fillies that are going in the D uh, Breeders' Cup Juvenile Philly Turf. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> one, one of them is named Commissioning, and she is a uh, Gosden, and she's an absolute like monster. And the other one, it might even be a bigger monster, and her name is um, Blue. Hold on, let me, I, I gotta see it. Blue Rose Sen. And she just won a group one in France. And I'm telling you, if you watch these replays of those two horses, you're going to be like, whoa. Now, commissioning is not listed right now on the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies turf contenders for some reason. So that's interesting. Um, well, I think the contenders are generally either you had to have win and win in your end or the connections have had to reach out and say. No, but hey, she by the way, commissioning was on here last week. It must oh, was it, it was just updated. Yeah. So maybe she's not running right now. They have Blue Rose Sen at three to one delight who won the Breeders' Cup, uh, I'm sorry, who won the Jessamine, 9-2. Free look for Chad Brown, who was second in the Miss Grillos, 5-1. Pleasant Package, who won the Miss Grillos, 6-1. Comanche Country, 10-1. Excellent. Yeah. Wait, let's go to the Breeders' Cup Juvenile well, Turf the, the, Sprint. The Juvenile Turf Sprint is led by the Platinum Queen, who beat older horses. Yeah, that's, way, that's ridiculous. And Love Reigns for Wesley Ward skipped the... Uh, the race to run straight in the Breeders' Cup. They have Lazoo at five to one. Per yeah, do you like that though? I mean, it, 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 there's something going on. It's something's going right? to come out. You right. got Lazoo five to one, Persian four six to one, Speedboat Beach who won the Speakeasy eight to one, Tyler's Tribe for our man who we had on last week ten to one. Tim Martin. Tim Martin. Private Creed who we're going to talk to today twelve to one, Gaslight Dancer and Nagarok both fifteen to one. Excellent. There you go. So I thought it was very interesting this week too that uh, in the Phasic Tipton Digital Sale they were selling fifty percent of the undefeated filly Showgirl Lynn B, and she is a potential runner in the Juvenile Turf Sprint. Really? Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, interesting. Interesting. It's you know what? It's going to be fun. 
it's going to be fun. I've told all our people, look, we're going to go there. We're going to have a great time. You're going to get your Purple Breeders' Cup hats. We're going to have Welcome to the Rock hats and Comanche Country hats and Gold Phoenix hats and just have a grand old time. This is what it's all uh, I about. I the Gold F and Phoenix hat. Not I know. The, not the I didn't put the F on there. We'll have to just uh, we'll have to just write it uh, in there. So, uh, but uh, all right, Michelle. Well, I, I basically have just taken up half the Breeders' Cup preps. Do you want to do the other half, or we're we in our three things of note? I mean, just, you know, real quick, I think a, a highlight. What was your highlight besides your horses? We had just so many winning your ends. I think there were like 15 this weekend. I, I'm going to make a couple comments. Um, okay. I thought Cave Rock was awesome. I think he's, I think, I don't know. I, I saw the race back east with the inquiry and the whole thing. And I just love, I, I just want to see what happens when they have to go against Cave Rock, who's going to carve out faster fractions than they're used to. So um, I thought he was really impressive. Um, I thought uh, I thought Warlike Goddess was like workmanlike. I just, I think this this race, as always, is going to be probably Rebel's Romance for Charles Appleby, 5-2 to two right now in the Breeders' Cup turf. I just don't think the Americans are very good. Mm -hmm. So um, that's my take on that. Um, who else am I missing? I thought. Nest. Oh, Nest was brilliant. Malathot. Nest and Malathot were absolutely brilliant. Uh, it's going to be really interesting, that race, because they're both from the Pletcher Barn. Uh, I think Nest is brilliant. I think that Malathot is tough. And I think it's going to be a really, really good race. Um, I, I actually, if, if you put a gun to my head right now and said take one, I would take Nest, to be honest with you. And I, don't, I haven't looked at numbers or anything, but I thought that was a perfect prep. Just so easy for her. Needed, a, you know, wanted to get a race in. She didn't even break a sweat. And uh, I think she's just a very special filly. I love the fact that they have already said they are bringing her back next year. Yeah, I think that's great. Good sportsman, mm -hmm. you know. And, um, you know, I... <sighs> I don't know what else to say about that. So, all right. So, my thing of note number two is kind of sad. Oh no! Uh, it was I, why the, do you do the sad ones? You have to have a sad something in there. It's okay. it's because it's important. The owner show. Uh, breeder owner Willis Horton passed away. Oh no! Yes, I was such a big he fan of his. On October seventh, oh. pneumonia. Uh, they were actually him and his whole family went to Keeneland and they got COVID and he could not kick COVID and ended up, ended up passing of pneumonia. Oh, that is so terrible. Mm. Had some really and, nice horses over the years, of course. Mm -hmm. um, Will we'll take, take charge. charge. Take yeah. charge brandy. Yeah, all the take forever. charges. Yep. Um, yeah. I thought the cool story that his son told on the blood horse was that every morning he'd still get up and Oaklawn uh, was his favorite place to be. So they would wake up early, they'd do all the ranching, and then they would drive the two and a half, three hour trip to Oaklawn, go to the races all day, and then get back home and then go to bed and get up and do it all again. He said they didn't miss a day the whole season. Wow, that's awesome. That's right? so cool. Yeah, horse, that's uh, sad, sad day. Yes, so I thought that was sad, but but absolutely worth right. uh Absolutely. Yeah. On here. Yep. And then uh, my my third thing of note is an aftercare related thing, and that is that it is the retired racehorse project is oh. underway. Okay. Um. So they horses that used to be racehorses have infiltrated Lexington, Kentucky, and they're at the Kentucky Horse Park, and they're jumping and roping and playing polo and awesome. doing all kinds of 
crazy things like that. How does someone like go and see that? If do they have you videos and stuff? No, but like, uh, what about videos if they want to watch online or something? Excellent question. I do not know. All right. Well, let's find out and let's maybe put that up. We'll put it in the tweet that we send out when the show comes out. Okay, sounds right. good. Well, that's there. There, listen. Uh, it's an exciting time for horse racing right now. Obviously, the Breeders' Cup is only about what three and a half weeks away or three yeah. weeks away. Uh, it's it's just this is the time. Are you having a bunch of people stay at your house now? No, there were a bunch of people staying at my house before, but we're gonna have uh, who knows what we're gonna have. We'll probably have an open house on Friday and Saturday night after the races, so people can come by and grab something to eat, and mm -hmm. you know. Um, but it's. You know, this is, again, I've said it earlier, this is what it's all about. This is where you're trying to get to. And it's it's kind of exciting, especially with young horses and knowing that, um, you know, it's at Santa Anita next year, too. So uh, we get to stay home next year. But Keeneland is just going to be rocking. I think it's going to be awesome. I hope the weather's good. Have you checked the weather? I kind of checked, but you never really know. No, it, it's pointless to check in Kentucky. Right. It's just... Um, just a side note, too. wanted to mention that Keeneland went ahead and planted... Uh, I believe six cherry trees in honor of Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, that's nice. On the track. That's very nice. And I think the steak race is coming up this weekend, QE, QE too. Yeah. All right, Michelle, here's what we're going to do. Um, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to get Mike McCarty on the line, and uh, we'll find out all about his horse racing journey. Fair? Perfect. All right. Be right back. Fixed Odds Betting, powered by BetMakers, is back and in effect at Monmouth Park. And the early returns are fantastic, with 70% of winners paying more on Fixed Odds than they are on the tote. Fixed Odds wagering is now available throughout the state. This is an exciting new way to bet that really puts the power to get value in your hands. Ready, Michelle? The odds you bet are the odds are you the get. Odds you get. I love that. Uh, you'll be continuing to hear a lot more about Fixed Odds betting opportunities across the In The Money Media Network. The Owner's Box is brought to you in part by TaylorMade Partnerships. TaylorMade Partnerships provide an unmatched entry and experience into both the racing and breeding side of the thoroughbred industry. Now you can be a part of top-level racing and breeding with all the rewards, less risk, and less cost. Medallion Racing has enjoyed some success throughout the years with 66% of starters running in graded stakes, 25% in grade ones. Last year, Medallion was fortunate enough to have an impressive four Breeders' Cup starters. Similarly, our bloodstock investment has discovered great value on the breeding side of the game, buying and selling standouts such as Improbable, Bast, Cutting Humor, and Flameway, among others. Join us and experience the thrill with us, your family. Follow your lead. All right, following our lead is Mike McCarty, who is the owner of Private Creed. He's been in the game for a long time. Private Creed on his way to the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf Sprint. Mike, thanks for coming on the show today. Well, thanks for inviting me, sir. Well, we like to get people on our show, the owners. Box. We've had big owners and, and small owners and medium owners. We've had owners from all over the place, but it's always nice when we get a kind of a new name in the spotlight. And, Mike, tell us, before we get to Private Creed, before we talk Breeders' Cup, tell us a little bit about your journey in horse racing ownership. Well, uh, it's, it's really kind of interesting my employees, I, I'm in the construction business, I own a pretty large construction company here in Austin, Texas. And my employees kind of chip in each year and buy the boss Christmas gift. And they always have some struggle <laughs> figuring out what to get for some reason or other. But in, two, in 1999, at Christmas party, 
they gave me a deal. It's got some paperwork and whatnot. And it's a trip paid for me and a friend to go to the Keeneland two-year-old sale in two, oh. April of 2000. That's amazing. I, ne- I never heard of Keeneland in my life. Wow. <laughs> I've never been to a horse sale in my life. Wow. So <laughs> I thought, well, what in the world am I going to do about this? <laughs> and so I called a very good friend of mine, Roger Beasley here in Austin. He's car dealer. got a bunch of car dealerships, and I knew he had race horses. And I called Roger and said, uh, told him what I'd been given, and he said, "You're going to the Keeneland sale? <laughs> like, like I'm supposed to know what in the world that means?" <laughs> and he said, "All it is is the top thoroughbreds in the world, essentially." And I said, shoot, I didn't know that. So I asked Roger, I said, well, I don't, I mean, I don't know anything about how to, I mean, it's a sale. If I go over there, I'm probably likely I might want to stick my toe in the water and maybe buy one, but I don't know a darn thing about them. And I said, I heard these, of course, D. Wayne Lucas and several others at that time in 1999. And Beezer said, Mike, there's this younger guy coming up. And if I were just starting, and I know what I know now, I would recognize his name, Steve Asmussen. Amazing. Uh-huh. Amazing. I never heard of Steve Asmussen in my life. And Steve was 34 at that time, and I'm probably 51. That's, pro- that's pretty close. Yeah. And uh, so I said, well, do you know him? And he said, sure, I know he and his mom and dad. He said, would you mind calling him and asking him if he would meet me over there and, you know, guide me? And he said, yeah, I know him. And sure enough, about 30 minutes later, Asmussen called me, introduced himself, and, I, and he said, I understand you're coming over the sale. He said, uh, uh, I went over on a Sunday, and the breezes were on Monday, and the sale was Tuesday, and uh, I sat down next to him, and he had his catalog out and was writing time, watching the horses breeze and timing them, of course, and just watching them. And I didn't know what he was doing, of course. <laughs> uh, I really didn't. I love it. And so, so the next day, maybe ten o'clock or so in the morning, we sat in a little cafe there at, at Keeneland. Sure. And we sat down and. He, he, Recently, he told me, he said, this is what I charge, this is what I charge, this is my fee, this is blah, blah. And uh, he, I, I remember clearly, uh, we're sitting there, and he said, Mike, sometimes they try to tell me and guide me and tell me what the, and it just kind of, and I kind of reached over the table, it was a little small, little coffee table, and kind of squatted, didn't squat him, just a little slap on the jaw, and I said, Ask Moose and I'll make you a promise. You don't tell me how to run a construction business. I won't tell you how to train horses. <laughs> he said, we are going to get along terrifically. <laughs> and we have since that very day. That's it. Did you, true history. Mike, did you, that's such a great story. Did you buy a horse at that sale? I bought my, my first horse, and I named him Wild Rocket. He was uh, 
out of Wild and buy Wild again. I can remember it. Yep. And uh, so Steve had him shift a Raider and had his dad, Mr. Keith Asmussen, do the baby training on him. Mm -hmm. They shipped him to Lone Star Park up in Dallas, the Grand Prairie, but that's Dallas. And he ran his first race and won his first race. Oh and I was, I was hooked yeah. like a big old fish. <laughs> <laughs> like a big old fish. They hooked hook, line, and sinker, my friend. Oh, man. I mean, I mean like a big old fish. And I thought, well, hell, this is easy, isn't it? <laughs> Well, I, I learned it is not easy at all. It's you know, far from easy. That's so funny you say that. Uh, Mike McCarty joining us on the Owner's Box. It's funny you say it's not easy. Michelle and I talk about this basically on every single show we do, that this game is extremely hard. Now, this was you're talking about oh, something that happened 22 it, years not, ago. It's not for baby. It ain't no baby's game. Right. I don't know that. Tell us, yeah. tell us kind of, you know, we're going to talk about the highs of the high with a horse like Private Creed who's going to the Breeders' Cup. Tell us, just give us a couple of stories that, that are one story that you can remember uh, that's that's not the high of the highs because it's a roller coaster. Oh, God. I, you and I don't have enough time to tell you about loads. Good. Let's uh, let's blow it off then. Forget gonna, that question. Gonna, I, I bet I'm normal or maybe not normal, but... I think you might get one out of one winner out of ten races, yep. maybe one out of twenty. I don't even know. I'm sure somebody keeps up with those statistics, but you lose, you don't win far more often than you do win. We Correct. all know that. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting that yeah, when you get a good baby. Uh, it's ex it's plenty exciting, sir. There's nothing like it, Michelle. Go ahead. Uh. -uh. Mike, wanted, so so you got that horse, right? And he's a winner for you, and you were hooked. Tell us the next step. Were you, like, buying a bunch of babies? Did you want to claim horses? Oh, no, uh, I've, I've, all, I've all, never bought anything but either a yearlings at, at yearling sale or two-year-old sale, either at okay. Keeneland or Facing Tipton or the OBS sale. That's all. Only it's always either yearlings or two-year-olds in training. Okay, and I I know going back through the good horses you have, I feel like you've had some really good turf sprinters, and obviously you have another one in Private Creed. Is that something that you focused on, or is it just fallen that way where that just happens to be? Not at all. I have no influence. <laughs> I never talked to Steve about should we run him on dirt or turf. I. I don't even imply anything. Mm -hmm. Whatever Mr. Asmussen chooses, uh, why would I say, why would I disagree with Steve Asmussen? <laughs> 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 I mean, he knows way more about horses than I'll, in his little finger, than I will ever know. Yeah. That's 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 the case with probably a lot of us, Mike. But we have to, you know, what happens is you 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 just want to be involved so badly that sometimes we as owners can't help ourselves. But it seems like you've done a pretty good job of separating. And and I love the I love the the thing of letting Steve do his job. So we're talking about you've been in the game now for twenty years. We talked about highs and lows. Two years. Twenty two. Twenty two years. 
bought my first one. Yes. If if someone came to you right now, like you were having lunch with a with a fellow uh, uh, construction person, you were talking about a job that you were going to do, and he asked you about horse racing, what would you tell him? I'd say it's the only thing. It's only thrill in my life. It's the only thing I do outside of running my construction business, and that's the God's truth. I'm here seven days a week. I'm here Saturdays, Sundays, Christmas Day, New Year's Day, Thanksgiving Day. That's amazing. But but you'd rather be at the track. Uh, I've done it for 40 years. <laughs> 35, 40 years. <laughs> so in my early 30s. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Michelle. Mike, I want to I want to know a little bit about the the difference between taking your first couple of horses to the Breeders' Cup and you've run a second and a third. Um, and now, do you feel like, because it's been a while since they've, since you've had runners that have, uh, well, let's see, impacted. I've had, uh, I've had, uh, Storm Treasure, and he came in third. That yep. was my first Breeders' Cup, and it was at Santa Anita that year. So and, lucky. uh, and I think he went off 30 to 1 or something. Nobody that wanted him except me. <laughs> uh, but he came in third. And then I had, I think it was 2000, I believe it was 2013 and 14. It, uh, they were both at Santa Anita. And I had Unbridled's note. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was, he I came in him. second. He was, he was terrific. In second. Oh, he, yeah. he was. He was a runner. He was a winner. Yep. And then we ran him back in the same race. It was that wonderfully fun downhill, six and a half hour long, that downhill course. Misdirection. Great course. Yeah. And uh, he came in fourth the second time we raced him. So now as you go into this year, do you feel different as an owner or does the experience feel different? It feels no different at all to me from the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the hair stand, has been standing up on my back since he won the, the uh, Indian Summer Stakes last Sunday. Were you there, Mike? Oh, uh, no, sir. I was at the one he won a month before at Kentucky Downs when he won that $500,000 stakes race. I don't remember what the name of it was. A global juvenile sprint. (laughs) Okay, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I don't remember remember the names of them. You can tell that. (laughs) Are you the type that now, since you have punched your ticket to the Breeders' Cup, are you like me, Mike, where you're trying on the Internet to find out any information about the race and who you're running against and watching replays? Uh, Not yet. Not yet. I think it's so early they they don't even know who not uh, who's gonna be in the race or they don't even know what uh, you know what race number what the order of the races are for Friday's card and Saturday's card so that's a little premature to, then I'd have to go uh, call a barber to come in here and shave the back of my neck to just be standing up he, he might have to bring in a chainsaw <laughs> <laughs> who who's coming to the breeders cup with you mike uh that'd probably be six of us six seven of us is it like is it any chance the original people 22 years ago that that bought you the trip to keeneland are they still there oh no no employees <laughs> just my employees who do that <laughs> there's still most of them are still with me uh 
That's amazing. He's personal friend. That said this would be a good idea to send you here. I beg your pardon. Which one of your employees, like, how did they come up with that idea to send you to You eat? know, I never asked that question. Who was the one that came up with that idea? Or who in my organization, I'm in the construction, but even heard of the Keeneland sale. Right. They, don't even, they didn't even know what Keeneland was, just like I did. <laughs> so I, I, honest to God, I never asked anyone. That's a good question. I'll, I'll ask the secretary uh, later on. Yeah, we need to know that for sure. We need we need to know that. I want to know. You've talked about Santa Anita. You talked about Keeneland. You talked about Lone Star. Give us the tracks that you've visited. Give us your top three. Uh, that's tough. I'll tell you. This uh, is a hard knocking uh, show. No, this is this is simple. Churchill Downs, Keeneland. Oakland Park and Santa Anita would be my four favorites. There you go. I like that. Is there any particular reason why? I bet there's a whole lot of people that would agree with my selection. Well, Michelle likes Saratoga and I like Del Mar. And you didn't mention either of those. I've been to Del Mar once. I never had a race there, but I went some friends as an invited guest. I went there one time only, and that was golly long time ago. Is is you you talked about a barber coming to shave the back of your neck? I will have that too for Breeders' Cup. But are there any uh, lucky uh, lucky suits? Will there be? You know, obviously you're from the. Uh, is there a hat? Is there uh, is there anything you're bringing to the Breeders' Cup that we could we, when we see you we'll be like oh there's the lucky belt buckle. Uh, I hope I bring a smile in the winter circle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I want to bring. <laughs> a big old big old laugh and smile. We love it, Michelle. Go ahead. No, I don't. I don't have any lucky clothes. Okay. Right. All right. We just listen. We're, we like to find out these things here on the owners box. Michelle, go ahead. Since we're on the subject of clothes, I have to know about your silks. Where did your design come from and your colors? Me. <laughs> <laughs> really did. Did you sit? I, the, I, I, I messed around and messed around because I didn't even know I had to get silks. And that's how little I knew. And Steve said, no, you got to get some silks to get them registered. <laughs> so I played with different colors and, and I, I found this dark royal blue color that was just gorgeous to me, and then gold, and then so I just just royal blue shirt uh, with just dime, gold diamonds on the back and on the front is just got a gold M block M in a block and gold stripes down the sleeves, and it, I'm I'm not very much of an artiste. I don't have much of that in in my bones. I think they're very artistic. I'm looking at the silks now. I can I actually really I'm listen. I like, I like them a lot too because also you went with the yellow cap which is easy to see. Yeah, yeah, actually it's a gold. Oh, well, gold. The, Sorry, the gold. Stuff is gold. It's a that's that, that's what the color is actually on the silk. I love it's it. Gold uh, on that blue. Uh, I think they call it a royal blue shirt, mm. I guess. Mike, do you realize that there's a chance that you will be running against both myself and Michelle? Uh, good luck. I hope y'all come in a wonderful second and third. I think dear. we should. I think we should probably. We should probably all bet like beers or something, right? Uh, I'd bet a dollar on that. A, yes, 
Okay, you bet a dollar. Okay, well, Michelle's got to make it first. We'll see if she makes it into the field, and then we'll put together a group. I know Michelle has another question, though. Go ahead, Michelle. I want to know, <laughs> know who names all your horses, Mike. I do. This is the important thing that I'm here for. Do you like to just play off the parentage? Generally, I try to name my new babies after the sire's name. Mm -hmm. I try very hard, but sometimes I just you know, I ain't smart enough or creative enough to do it. So I just come up. Uh, but generally, I try to use the sire's name somewhere in what I name the new babies. Okay. And probably 90% of the horses I've owned, uh, I, I use the sire's name somewhere in it. Interesting. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I think that's a fun way to name it. And you're giving you're giving some credence and some some you know a little tip of the hat to the sire. Obviously, that's private creed. Who brought the baby boy into the world? That's right. That's absolutely <laughs> right. All right, Mike. Can you tell me, are you involved at all now in the sales? Like when you or do you just send Steve to buy and you just give him a budget and you're like, hey, just do. Oh no, time? no. I I used I went to almost every one of the sales with so I'd be sent beside Steve. But the last few sales, maybe the last couple of years, uh, I haven't gone. But see, Steve and I talk over the phone, you know, whenever. The hip numbers he likes and, you know, wants me to be interested in bidding on. And I, I leave it entirely up to Steve. And we're talking on the phone, and I'm watching the bidding on my computer. My, my, mm -hmm. Secretary is turned on and got it rigged up for me to watch. <laughs> and but I'm talking to talking to Steve over the telephone, and I'm hearing the bidding, and he says, "Well, oh, we're we're here. Oop, we're there. Uh, now it's here. Now it's here." And I said, "I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Just keep going. Keep going." And other words, uh, and so, you know, every now and then he said, "Oh no," and I said, "That's enough, then." And we just wait on the next one. But not this, very often. Not very often does that happen. <laughs> That's beautiful. Has there ever been a horse that Steve's told you, let's buy it, and then you look at it and you're like, no, nah, I don't like it? Uh, let's see. Steve Austin uh, is the leading trainer in the world in North America. <laughs> and I'm going to tell him no about anything. I was born at night, but not last night. There you go. There you go. What, Mike, I know we've, we've taken up a lot of your time. I want to ask one kind of important question. If there was a lot of people listen to this show who are new owners and getting into the game and they're trying to learn from previous owners who have had success like yourself, what one piece of advice would you give to a new owner who's just starting out in the game? Uh, be patient. Yeah. Be patient. But the fun will come to you. If you're patient, the fun is way more, way better than any disappointment. The fun is just, you can't describe it. The excitement and the fun. When will you be headed to Keeneland? Will you be there for the draw on Monday? I'll, I'll probably go over Thursday and get registered and all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, they race Friday and Saturday and then yep. just fly back to Austin Sunday, something like that. All right. Well, don't don't be a stranger when um, I, I will definitely walk up to, in, to you in the paddock and shake your hand and wish you the, the best of luck. Bill. With a dollar bill. Please the, do. I, I enjoy meeting y'all. And we're going to have a beer, and we're going to hopefully, maybe with the three of us could have the, the second three-way dead heat in history. 
in Breeders' Cup history. <laughs> Have kind of a personal exactness, so to speak. Exactly. I like that. Mike McCarty, you've been a treat. Thank you so much for spending so much time with us today. I've enjoyed y'all a lot. All right. We'll and see you at the we'll see at the Breeders' Cup. Thank you, Mike. See you then. Thanks, Mike. Thank y'all. All right. Adios. Mike McCarty here on the owner's box. We're gonna take a quick break, come right back. The Keeneland Fall Meet is off. Get in on the action and wager with Keeneland Select. New accounts receive a special $100 back after you wager $200 on Keeneland Racing this October. Wager a total of $300 in the first 30 days and earn another $100 back with the standard sign-up bonus. Sign up at KeenelandSelect.com. Keeneland Select, mobile betting that gives back. All right, all right, all right, all right. Back here on the uh, on the owner's box, Michelle. That was a really fun interview. He seems like a great guy. Oh, he's so funny. Like when I when I talked to him to set up the interview, he's like, "Now, do you want me to tell you the truth, or do you want me to spin you some tales, like we call it in Texas? We don't lie, but we spin tales." Well, he seems like he's able to do both very well. And as you just said to me off the air, I have a feeling he wants to just absolutely kick our asses. Oh, yeah. Like when you said, oh, it'd be nice if we had a three-way dead heat. He's like, ha, ha, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. He's like, I'm going to win you guys dead heat for a second. Yeah, he's basically like, you guys suck. Uh, that's he. Listen, he has a very nice horse in Private Creed, and this horse, you know, can sit and finish, and he, he's got a nice horse. Yeah, he does. He can How be a... cool was that story, by the way, where, like, randomly gets sent to Keeneland and so, you know, someone knows Steve Asmussen, and that's, that's how he gets hooked up with a young Asmussen. Well, I have a feeling it was Rogers Beasley, not Roger. Don't you? Is Rogers Beasley from Texas? I thought he was a Kentucky yeah, boy. Yeah, I, I did too. That's why I thought it was weird. But, oh, excuse me. We'll have to check our facts on that one, Michelle. But it was a great interview. Old cars. Because I was going to say that. And I was yeah. like, oh, no. No, Roger Beasley owns car dealerships in Austin, Texas still. There you go. Well, that that's then it goes. That, that is pretty I amazing. About the same thing too when you said that, and I was like, oh, I don't know. How about Steve Asmussen just lucking yeah. into a guy like that who is just, you know, uh, just a, a pretty amazing. It's it, it just, but that's what this game is. This game is like, there's so many things that just happen. You know, it just happens, and and those are the good stories. And and I didn't mean to like say I want to hear the bad stories, but I just wanted him to say that there are bad stories. It's not all good. It's so hard. We say it literally every episode that this sport is so hard. So like this weekend when we won with Nagarok and Comanche Country and Horace Mann, a yearling purchase that we made, and we just won at Delaware Park. It's like you go on these streaks. Um, Saul Cuman texted me after the race today, after the win, and I'm just say, and I just say, can we stay hot for just like three and a half more weeks, please? You know, like, like, because you know you're gonna go into this crevice, and it's like you went through it this summer a little bit. You were so bummed, remember? You couldn't win a race, and then you start winning races again. Could not win a race. It's wild. This game is just absolutely wild. And if you're out there listening, get involved somehow. If you can't afford to do your own horses, get involved with a partnership like Little Red Feather. If you can't afford Little Red Feather, get involved with a, a, a group like My Racehorse. Just to have a taste so you know what's going on. These highs are so high. They carry you. And as he said, this is the only passion he has in his life besides his, right. his work that he works you know, every day of the year. And he, and it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. I love hearing stories like that. And I, I really am. I'm rooting for Mike McCarty um, to run second. 
right. Michelle, what's going on at Santa Anita this weekend? Oh, my gosh. Uh, so much stuff. All so, right. Go. Um, let's see. Okay. So, first of all, there is no racing on Friday. Because we raced on Monday. Because we had Monday racing. Did you get a, so did you get a $2 hot dog? Um, my, okay, actually a guy did come up and offer to buy us hot dogs, but I had already eaten lunch, so I didn't have one, but Pete had two. Oh, okay. Um, and then my kids got one and one was really good and one was like overcooked. I had to return it. Oh, hmm. interesting. Which I've eaten, I've eaten dollar hot dogs a million times and they're always so good. Yeah. It was like the one time it was like just overcooked. Okay. That happens. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, Saturday, live racing returns on Saturday. We're going to have the California Distaff Handicap, three-year-olds and up, fillies and mares down the hill. Also going to be having mandatory payout in the Rainbow Pick 6. So, it was a carryover, so it's going to be hopefully a couple million dollar pot in there. So, certainly, if you are a Pick 6 player, you need to lean on that. Also, Oktoberfest is Ooh. going to be kicking off and that is saturday and sunday the 15th 16th and the 22nd 23rd so they're going to have you know beers and brats and all kinds of stuff should we get dressed up in our later housing if you buy later hosen for me i will wear it <laughs> okay is that fair <laughs> yes i'm not gonna buy my own but yes. i will wear it i would like to see you in later hosen um also we are doing the uh ultimate fan experience package at santa anita so it's 85 bucks and you get breakfast at Clocker's Corner, an in-depth barn tour with a trainer. You get a tour of the receiving barn, the silks room. You do a jockey meet and greet. You get like the farrier's package during the afternoon. So like seats, ticket, wagering, oh, cool. you know, all that jazz. And then you also get a tour in the afternoon with a visit to Frank Miramani, a walk and ring tour, and you also get to watch a race from the Run Happy Winter Circle. So Fantastic. it's kind of like an ownership experience for people that aren't owners. So if you are just thinking about like, what kind of cool stuff can I see? Yeah. I highly recommend. That's uh, very the cool. infield this weekend is going to have the family fun zone. We're also giving away a Santanita polo shirt. Don't forget about Survivor, Showviver, and the $14,000 Santanita Pick'em. We also have an on-track handicapping contest going on. So there is just so much stuff, right? So let's recap briefly. The pick six mandatory payout pool should be over 1.5 million. Perfect. Um, and then that's this weekend, that's Saturday. Next weekend, we have the $600 Santa Anita challenge and that is on track or on express bet. Show Viver every single day, it's a free bet and then Coming back this Sunday is the $14,000 Pick'ems. And I think we talked about that a little bit last week. Free to play, and that's like where it's like, who has more more, or what number is bigger? The wins by Juan Hernandez or the kicks oh, by yeah. some random kicker? Yeah. How's your fantasy football team, by the way? I've won four in a row. Woo. Nice. Um, I've, I've won four in a row. So I think I'm leading the league right now. But I eked it out. I eked it out by 0 .03 points this week. Good for you. I mean, barely. Barely, barely getting five. What is your Keeneland schedule? When do you arrive? Um, I come in Sunday night, Sunday the 30th. Okay, so you'll be at the draw on Monday. You'll be at Taste of the World on Thursday. You'll be doing a whole bunch of stuff. Yes. And what – so we should do our – podcast on that tuesday yes 
And what did we do last year? I, don't, I can't remember. I don't know. You want me to remember a year ago? We'll have to go back through. I, I, I feel like did, JK came on for something. Was that the Breeders' Cup? No, it was the Derby. Yeah, maybe. we might have done. Did, maybe we did like Contender Pretender and I went think we through did. every Breeders' Cup race. I think we got to do that. Okay. Because I think people would like that. All right, let's okay. do that. And for now, special thanks to Mike McCarty for coming on the show today. Best of luck with Private Creed in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf Sprint. Special thanks to all of our um, sponsors, TaylorMade, BetMaker, Santa Anita, Keeneland, Gainesway. Uh, who am I missing? Uh, Delmar. Just you guys make the show possible. And all of our listeners who, if we don't post at 6 a.m. Pacific time on Thursday morning, get really angry, Michelle. Do you know I get angry texts like, where's the show? I'm like, it's coming. You're like, Michelle's slacking on sending it. Mm-hmm. That's what exactly I say. Michelle, you are the absolute best. You are a queen. I wish you great luck this weekend at Santa Anita. And I wish everybody out there the best of luck with all your horses, whether you're owning, you're betting, you're selling, whatever it is, good luck. Because it's hard. Perfect. All right. See you next week.